All right, we are back. That was a song by Sure Sure, New Biome. Uh, I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join us on the last segment is author Ellen Hopkins. Good morning, Ellen. Good morning. As I said, uh, your book, People Kill People, is very timely, unfortunately. Um, how, how did you come up with this concept? Mm, you know, probably the the real impetus that sparked my interest in gun violence, especially uh, uh, with um, young perpetrators, mm-hmm. would probably go all the way back in Columbine. So, because um, I had I had children in school at the time, and it, it struck me pretty hard. And that's, you know, I keep going back to how long ago that was and kind of how little we've really <laughs> accomplished in the meantime. And so um, I, I just really felt the need to address the, the issue head-on in a book, um, especially uh, looking at gun violence with young people at the trigger. Right. Um, I have uh, young daughters. Well, not one is not so young, but, you know, I was thinking how it's so hard to be a teenager or child, whatever age, because w- we live in such violence and all this stuff is happening. It's like, how, how do you teach your kids not to live in, this, in fear every day? Right, and that's that's big. I mean, we, it starts with conversation, and it starts with um, earning trust and developing trust, and we mm-hmm. do that by talking to them. And, you know, we have to look at this stuff honestly. We can't sugarcoat it or tiptoe around it because, I mean, it's happening in their schools. It's happening, you know, on the streets, on the playgrounds, wherever, um, every single day. Right. And there's a, school sh- there's a school shooting. It was student on student this morning. And so that, you know, that's This morning? Where, where this morning? Um, it was, hmm, I forget where it was, but it was not yeah. too far, it was not too far away, I don't think, so. Unbelievable. So, um, tell me a little bit about your, um, I'm going to back up, your writing process. I mean, do you, because I have a lot of people that listen that are writers, uh, creative folks, um, how do you, how did you find your groove into writing what you're doing? Um, I, my actually, I came in through journalism. I was a freelance journalist for a number of years, and then moved into nonfiction books for mm-hmm. young readers. Okay. And from there, it was um, a personal story, my, a family story of addiction that um, that sparked my desire to write for young people, for teenagers. So uh, that's how I got into writing YA, young adult. By the way, are you on a cell phone? Because you're you're a little choppy. I'm not on a cell phone. I think this phone sometimes, oh. <laughs> sometimes I have to call back, so I don't know. But all right, well, we're, we're going to try to keep going. Um, now, you have written a lot of other books. Uh, what has this journey been like for you as a writer? Um, it's pretty been pretty incredible. You know, no, you can't you 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 sell a book and you're like you're going to be published, and it's like, yay, that's going to be great, but you can't ever predict, you know, how if an audience is going to, if, if an audience is going to accept a book or how it's going to be received or um, if that's going to spark a career. So pretty much what you got to do is just keep going, <laughs> keep writing. Right. I, I, I always tell people you don't, you don't write thinking, oh, I'm going to be famous, you know. You just write from the heart and write what you're passionate about. Right, and that's that's exactly the point. You have to write. You ha- I, I actually um, tell people they should write the stories that kind of scare them to write because those are going to be the ones that are going to resonate the most with other people probably. 
because perhaps they're too afraid to write them themselves? Um, yeah, or it's just, it's like they're afraid that they're going to offend somebody or they're afraid that, like, a family member is going to take offense or, you know. Um, but those stories, and um, those actually often mean the most. They really do because they're, they're powerful and, you know, yeah. telling those truths. And you, maybe not even a personal truth, but putting a personal truth inside a fictional character, um, that still can be a scary journey. Right. And you t- tackle a lot of uh, tough issues t- facing today's teens, uh, drug addiction, depression, mental illness, prostitution, pregnancy, PTSD. Um, was, was it hard writing about all these different topics? I mean, they're very prevalent right now. Right. Um, hard in a way, I mean, because wh- a lot of my research is primary research, obviously, so I'm hearing real stories mm-hmm. of people that are, you know, that these issues are touching, whose lives these issues touch. Yes. And it can be difficult to, to understand that, yes, these things are as prevalent as they are, but it's also really important that we address them because that's how we, um, we change statistics, you know, we make statistics more positive or we encourage people to speak up when they should be speaking up or whatever. I think it's really, really important. Right. What else would you like people to know about your book? About People Kill People? Yes. Um, it's, it's a little departure for me in that I'm like my 13 Ys before that were all written first person. This one has an omniscient thread, which is the voice of violence as seducer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the six main characters all of whom have a reason to pick up a gun, you, the reader, are invited onto the page in second person to become those people, the devices to slip into their skins, to become those people and walk with them. I really wanted a personal journey on that page, and second person worked. And it's, it's very difficult to write, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, do you feel, do you, you probably already have your next book in mind? Oh, I do. It's it's in revision right now, so that'll be the 2019 fall book, which actually gets even more political than gun violence, believe it or not. Um, it moves near future, and it's um, it's like where this country could end up if it keeps going the direction it's going now, where we're kind of all embroiled in the shouting matches and, and the hatred for others, and this idea that we can't converse and reach across the aisle politically anymore. It's a really scary space to me, so I went ahead and wrote it really, really scary. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, what age would you say your books are for, or do they vary? Um, most of them are, you know, they're 14 up, um, and, and they push way up into the adult realm. Um, but, you know, sometimes younger readers, depending on their life experience, can pick them up and read them. Mm-hmm. So it, it just really depends on where, where those young people where their lives are, where they wander through life right now. But, you know, I've had readers as young as 10, which is pretty young, and then all the way up into my father-in-law, who's 87, reads them. So Oh, he does. Wow. That's great. (laughs) He's very proud of them. That's good. Do you you find, um, especially with this latest one, People Kill People, were you ever drained after writing certain parts or when you were all done? Uh, Every day. I mean, it's because... To, to exist in that space so specifically, so concretely, yeah. it totally is draining. But it's also, again, a very necessary conversation. I mean, I really do hope that adults will pick up the book and read it with their young people yes. to discuss better ways of dealing with that call to violence. Yeah. 
young people don't have the perspective necessarily or the um, ability to, to think about other ways out. Um, and I think that's something we gain with, with age and wisdom. Yes. And so hopefully that we can help our young people react better to rage or hate or jealousy or those issues that we all, you know, they're in all our lives. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, uh, what do you do to take care of yourself? I mean, you're, you write these intense stories. There's got to be something you do to kind of step back to do something for yourself. Um, well, a couple of things that I really love, I, like I have created a, a, quite a beautiful garden outside, so I garden, and I also take my dog out. We live in this wonderful space where we have wild horses not far from here, and Ooh. we go out every every day and run and hopefully run into the wild horses, and often we do. I love that. So, Ellen, yeah. where can people find out more about you? I'm easy to find. It's just my name, ellenhopkins.com, and from there, there are links to all my social media. I am more than willing to have discussions with people if they want to message me or write to me, um, and I, in fact, I enjoy that kind of contact, so you can find me easily. Fantastic. And anything else you would like listeners to know about this book? Um, just I think it's really an important book. It's really, um, we, we need to look at uh, gun violence and what we can do, how we can change the conversation um, to reach across the aisle, which we can do in some places. Um, and I think this book can open up those dialogues. Perfect. Ellen, thank you so much for calling into the show again. It's been great having you, you on. You bet. Okay. Thanks take, so much. Have me again next year with the other book. I would love to. I, I'll keep in touch. Oh. Okay, thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Ellen Hopkins calling in to talk about her latest book, People Kill People, ironically titled... Um, so if you want to find out more about it, it uh, is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you missed any part of today's conversations with uh, the four guests I had on, they will be all uploaded onto my blog within an hour or so after I wrap. And I'm um, going to have some great post-show conversations with uh, two members of the original band Fanny, um, June Millington and also uh, Bree Howard Darling is they're both going to call in separately after this show uh, so I will keep you posted on that on my show blog and share the word on social media as well if you want to find out about being a guest just send me an email to Janine J-A-N-E-A-N-E at K-U-C-I dot org and up next uh, Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues. Have a great Monday, everybody, and I'll be back next week. 